0: Hello all you beautiful people. This is Optimistically Depressed and I'm your host Ruth McMullen. I'm so happy that you're listening in on this podcast. Um I've got to say the people rating and reviewing this podcast uh I got to say to you thank you so much. It helps make the podcast easier to find. So um I really, I really appreciate that. And if you haven't rated or reviewed my podcast yet, I'd love to ask you to do that because it just, it helps me out. And it also helps out the people that could potentially benefit from this podcast. It makes it easier for them to find it. And you know, if uh, you haven't subscribed, maybe you might want to try that out as well. You know, click that little subscribe button, then you can hear, you can hear my podcast immediately. Once it comes out, you're going to get a little notification letting you know. So, you know, something to think about. If you wouldn't mind telling your friends, that would also be awesome. I really want to help build this up. Um, I think that it's something that's beneficial. This is something that I believe is really important. And if you're listening, I think it's because you also think that it's important. We need to hear each other's stories. We need to create that safe space where we can just be open and vulnerable and and not be judged. You know, we can talk about our story and we can grow. I think that's so important. So tell your friends and, you know, if you want to be on the podcast, let me know. You can reach me on Instagram at optimistically depressed. You can send me an email optimistically depressed 86 at gmail.com or you can go to my website optimistically depressed dot com and send me a message through there. Let me know if you want to be on it. And I would love to hear your story and give you a platform where you can where you can actually talk about it. I, so far with each of the people that I've interviewed, um, they've said that it was an incredibly healing process for them. And I know that for me personally, hearing these stories, like it's, it's so helpful in helping me not feel isolated. You know, we're all in this together. We each have our own story and it's something that's impacted us it's helped form who we are. And I think that when we can talk about that, it helps us to understand why we are the way that we are. It helps us not be ashamed about who we are. and it helps other people realize that they're not alone and also help get rid of shame. I've been I've been thinking about shame so much lately and it's just something that's so debilitating and I'm so sick of it it's something that I have lived with for most of my life and it's because I've been taught it at a very young age just with with the abuse and stuff it just makes it so that you know you feel very secretive and very ashamed about any of the hurt that you're going through and I'm so tired of it and I just don't want to see other people go through the same thing So I I think that this I really believe that this podcast helps with um, getting rid of that shame for me and for the people who listen, listen to it and for the people who come on it. So I hope that you feel the same way. And, you know, it it always helps me to hear your messages. People have been sending me emails just talking a bit about their story. And you don't have to um, you don't have to worry about me putting your name out there or anything like that it's completely confidential. And if you just want to have somebody to just, you know, send your story out to who can listen and not judge, you know, I would love to be that person for you. So just let me know. Um, just send me a message. So, um, also I, I want to send lots of love out to Angela at simple rituals, skincare, um, Angela, thanks for believing in me and believing in my podcast so early on. And, um, you know, you should definitely go check out her stuff. Simple Rituals Skin Care. You can, you can look at everything at simplerituals.ca. Definitely go check it out. Um, things are pretty good here. I don't know. It's, it's uh, been like I think things are starting to improve, although I also feel inexplicably exhausted and overwhelmed. Today's a snow day, kind of. The buses were delayed by two hours, which just messes everything up. So we decided that we're keeping the kids home from school because I can't just keep rearranging my schedule based off of the buses maybe being, you know, they'll be two hours delayed, but then they'll be a little bit more delayed. And my morning has to be then put on hold when instead I could just make alternate plans and go with that in the morning. And yes, I'm ranting a little bit about it because it really frustrates me. I think that this whole system where they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to delay buses by two hours where everywhere else in Nova Scotia is canceled. HRM is like, yeah, we're just going to delay by, you know, two hours and then we're going to see what we feel like from there. So annoying. So it's I I think it's more annoying than just having kids home who are kind of, you know, might be asking for my attention every five minutes. But somehow that annoyance is not as severe as the annoyance of adults being like, delay your time, delay your morning by two hours. I find that frustrating. Maybe there's something that I'm missing here. I'm sure that there's, I'm sure there must be parents out there who feel the opposite of what I feel about it. And in which case I'm very happy for you. I hope this works out well for you. does not work out well for me. So that's how I'm currently doing this morning. (laughs) But... Uh, yeah, I don't know. This week is a bit of a rough one. Tomorrow will mark the three year anniversary of my grandma dying. She was more like a mother to me. So it's hard to remember that pain and, and just kind of remembering the fact that she's not in my life. I'm actually reading this fascinating book called, I think it's called attachment. And basically it talks about three different attachment styles that people can have. One is, uh, one is secure. I believe it's called secure. Uh, one is anxious and one is avoidant and I'm definitely the anxious attachment style. So I can be perfectly sane and normal as long as people consistently let me know that they love me. (laughs) And I've, uh, I've been reading up on, you know, the science behind it. And like they've done MRIs where they've uh, interviewed people while scanning their brain and watching their emotional responses to different scenarios. And it's all basic. It's fascinating. And it's helping me really understand why I have a particularly difficult time with letting go of my grandmother. So it makes me feel less crazy. (laughs) It's like, hey, there's science to back up. The fact that I am so attached to my grandmother and cannot even let her go after she's been gone for almost three years. So there's that. And uh, hopefully this year will you know, with this extra knowledge that I have, I'll be able to, to let her go more and be able to, you know, be my own person and my own comfort and, and grow into who I am. So that's kind of what's going on with me right now. Last week I got to interview Muhammad. He goes by Mo and he's so fun. He's one of the sweetest people. Oh my goodness. He came and he brought me chocolate. <laughs> and it was like a box of Swiss chocolate. So like, you know there's a win right there. And we sat down, and we talked, he's so respectful so genuinely kind. He's gone through such a difficult time, you know, with, um, moving around a lot and encountering people who basically treat him poorly just based off of where he's from. And it's, um, he's, he's just so sweet anyway, you know, he, and he's so respectful. And I really enjoyed interviewing him or listening to his story would be more accurate. And uh, I hope that you enjoy listening to him as much as I did. He's so, yeah, he's just, he's just, he's so sweet. (laughs) He's so sweet. And I, uh, I, yeah, I think that anyone who meets him would just find that it's very easy to be drawn to him and, and like him right away. So um I yeah I want to introduce you to Mo and you can listen to a story if you have any thoughts on what you heard or questions like you can definitely reach out to me let me know and I can pass anything on to him as well. And yeah so here's Mo. <laughs> Hi, Mo.
1: Hi, Ruth. How are you? I'm good. I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm good. Yeah?
0: Yes. You know what? Yeah. Today has been a good day.
1: Can I know why?
0: Yes. Yeah. Because I... So I've been thinking. And one of the things I was thinking about was how the last few weeks I've actually been not that great. By last few weeks, I mean possibly a couple months just like I've just been really low, low energy, low mood. And today, as I was writing in my journal and thinking, I concluded <laughs> <laughs> that I woke up feeling more nothing today, this morning, like just kind of blank, which is, is, is an improvement. And then I decided that that would be a great opportunity to try to turn my mood around
1: Perfect. Yes. That's fantastic.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Because instead of throwing all this energy to feel nothing, yeah. I'm starting at nothing. And so it's kind of like now <laughs> I can <laughs> throw energy into like, Let's you know. do it
1: now. Like <laughs> let's change everything around. Like turn the table off. Like, Exactly. Yeah,
0: yeah. Just turn wow. it all around. And today felt a lot better
1: that's amazing
0: yeah thank you I think that it's because of all the work I've gotten really good at putting all that work into just feeling like that now I'm putting all that same energy in but I'm already starting at meh so then I <laughs> yeah. went
1: like, out to yeah, yeah I can't understand that like, I, can, you, I can get it like, yeah, yeah you get it <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect, perfect. <laughs> okay yeah for I'm, me too like yeah, yeah I've been into a lot of like not dark days but uh, a lot of searching to for myself like Yes. Yeah, because I, I was searching a lot for jobs. Yes. And I did some interviews. And, uh, you know, when you go to a new country and new culture, you just need to work. And I'm a workaholic, so it's not that easy to get a job here because I don't have any Canadian experience or anything. And I'm new here to Halifax. So, um, yeah, I, I did great in my last interview. And I think that people will call me like within these days.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. Yeah,
1: that's why I'm also feeling good today. You are feeling? <laughs> yeah, it's very sunny like I was like, oh, weather is good and
0: weather good. People
1: are amazing, you know. They're very <laughs> lovely. <laughs> they
0: love you. you Yeah, so you're new to Halifax. Yeah. And how long ago did you move to Halifax?
1: Um like uh, I I was I I remember I took this Airbnb house uh, on January 12th
0: january 12th. yeah you moved here right yeah. in the middle yeah. of the yeah middle worst of snow. time of the year <laughs> yeah
1: the best time ever you know, like i was trapped several <laughs> times i don't know where to go you're trapped <laughs> yeah from the snow yeah then my nose like like stopped i think that the blood stopped in my nose several <laughs> times i couldn't even breathe you know like i breathe snow
0: You know, it's funny. I actually really like the snow, but this winter, I don't know. It was rough, and it wouldn't even get that much snow compared to how much snow we can get. But
1: yeah, snow for me is different because um, I came from a hot country, Mm -hmm. very hot country. So,
0: so yeah, let us know where did you grow up.
1: Okay, so let me uh, start my introduction. So uh, first, I was uh, born in Saudi Arabia. Okay, a very hot Saudi Arabia and then uh, i moved to egypt for my education uh, i lived there for 20 years wow yeah yeah for yeah i was raised uh, there in egypt so i even speak arabic egyptian like i don't speak my uh, like <laughs> my native uh, nationality arabic so okay. yeah i lived there for a long time i met a lot of people i made a lot of friends all my family and friends are there okay but i um, i'm I'm originally I'm not Egyptian or I'm not Saudi. I'm from Saudi Arabia I'm, I'm from Palestine uh, but I I didn't even visit Palestine like ever and I'm not allowed to because uh, my father was born there and my mom as well but uh, there's some conflicts happened uh, without speaking politics here <laughs> 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 so yeah they moved to Egypt because it was the closest um, country uh, okay. one of the closest countries and um, yeah, they built their life there, and then my dad, he's a doctor. He went to Saudi. I was born there, and then my life was not that uh, in very stable in a very stable direction. Okay. Uh, by the age of ten, uh, I didn't know anything about my my like my real thing, my real nationality, because I don't care about things, You know, I was raised uh, with from my parents that they always were telling me that you should respect people all the time. Mm -hmm. There's nothing can compare you with Allah because you're white or anything. No, just we're all humans, you know. Mm -hmm. So I was raised respecting people, respecting their uh, thoughts, their understanding, their talks and everything. Uh, So to be honest, I don't care about nationalities and religions. And yeah, of course, I'm 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 I'm, yeah, I care about my religion for sure. But yeah, for me, I was like from from back, very, very back, I was raised. Respecting people. So That's unfortunately, amazing. yeah, unfortunately, I was, uh, I put, I put myself in, into a lot of situations that people are not respecting me because of, of, yeah, my, maybe my, uh, origin and I will speak about it uh, later today. Okay. <laughs> so, so it'll be a very good conversation. So yeah, that yeah sounds like I, I was raised in Egypt, all my education were in Egypt. Um, uh, and also, um, I learned, uh, I learned English and French. But I forgot all the French, so I stuck stuck with, with English only. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah, by the age of uh, eighteen, I went to university. I was graduated from uh, from uh, one of the biggest uh, universities in, in Cairo, Egypt. As an IT guy, but I'm not an IT guy. Like I hate programming. Somehow, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I don't do coding. Okay. Uh, all right. And then I moved to Saudi Arabia uh, for work purposes. But uh, the f- day one, with my own respect to the country and ev- everyone over there, because I, I like, uh, like I mentioned before, I, I respect the people's house and, and, and like everything about the country. But from day one, um, I saw some um, like discrimination in a bit. Be- like, whenever you want to work for a company, they must take your passport and keep your, their, your passport with them in the HR department. What? Yeah, and you just cannot move and do anything without your manager's approval and the HR approval. So. Oh my goodness! I was like, "Why are you taking my passport? Like, I need to keep, to keep it at home. Like, yeah, this is a government rule. Like, we have to respect it. You know." So this, what? yeah, we started like this. I, I wasn't, I wasn't comfortable about this because I, I believe that this is a slavery a direction. Not, not a, not a good thing for uh, professional employees. You know. No. Yeah. Then they changed the, um, the, the, the the everything, the rules and everything after two years. So they returned back our passports and everything. So yeah, it, it was all set up. But also you cannot move outside the country anytime. So for example, if you'd like to travel home, if you have an emergency, you have to take your manager's approval to do something on the system, on HR. Then you have to pay some charges. What? Yeah. And then after paying the charges the your manager should approve in the system do approval for you to get you a paper c- called uh, exit entry what and then you take this paper exit entry and it has a validation for 1 month and you took, you, t- you take this paper with you to the airport along with your passport and you can travel oh my <laughs> yeah. goodness yeah. what this is crazy you know but
0: that is crazy yeah i, I was can... living
1: in this situation and i didn't like it like no. why are you treating us like this? So, yeah, with my own respect, again, to the country, but uh, I didn't like a lot of things. Um, to be frankly honest with you, Ruth, I, I love people. I love to communicate with people. I love to, I don't care about, like I said, I don't care about skin color, like nationality, religion. It's all about the soul. It's all about the heart, how you communicate with people. And that's it. Mm. If you respect me, I'll be very respectful for you. If you didn't respect me, I'll also respect you. Respect your opinions. Respect your thoughts. But um, you should treat me like, like, like you know. If I treat you well, you should treat me. all. Well. like I should receive the same thing. But um, yeah, I faced a lot of things uh, which related to um, to my nationality. Really. Yeah. And, and I was a little bit down, to be honest with you. But yeah. I was very, very super positive about it because. I love to travel. I traveled a lot and I did a lot of travels. So. I know this is very messy like to speak about everything in one shot.
0: No, this is great. Yeah. I no, I I love it. Yeah. So you love traveling. Yeah. And I love I,
1: when when I started traveling in 2000 back in 2012 to Switzerland uh, by ah. my own for an internship.
0: Where where you learned your love for chocolate, their chocolate, yeah, which you brought yeah, to me. Yeah, and we have, I a, love. Here, so. we have amazing
1: Ro- chocolate here. We have amazing chocolate. Half of it. So. Yeah, <laughs> I attacked it already.
0: <laughs> and it's so, so yeah. good. No regrets. Yeah. Um, so you went to Switzerland.
1: Yeah. I met a lot of people. Like I met a lot of nationalities. And all they care about is just only... Uh, They want to understand your culture. They want to know you more. Really? Yeah, it was very, very super peaceful. And Uh, people are very friendly. Uh, I was living in the mountains. I can show you some pictures. Our backyard was amazing. We were living in a castle.
0: What? Yeah,
1: a very big castle.
0: You're living in a very big castle. Yeah,
1: a very big one. (laughs) Like a big, big castle. I, I will show you pictures. And it was a fancy life. We had a breakfast. We have open buffet. We have a lot of things, all for free. Uh, but uh, in return, the you need to z- just volunteering, uh, do some volunteering work to, uh, with them because they are doing conferences. They need some people, some young people to help them. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, just you go there. They pay for everything, uh, and then you go there. Just learn something. They will teach you. Uh, they will do a lot of workshops for young people. Uh, like uh, when I went there, I was twenty, I uh, twenty or nineteen. I-, I can't remember. Like yeah, but I stopped counting after twenty one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: there's no point in paying attention <laughs> yeah, anymore. <it's>... Yeah.
1: <laughs> so yeah, it, it was amazing. Like I yeah, I started traveling uh, from from Switzerland, and it's not easy. Like, like let's like link everything together. It's not easy for a Palestinian to travel to any word to any place. And why It's super that? hard for for a Palestinian to travel because um, they know for a fact that some Palestinians that cannot return back to their homeland and uh, and they are, like, slightly afraid of giving you the visa to go there. Maybe you'll go and then never return back and stuff. So, Whoa. Yeah. Whenever I take any visa on my passport, I was like, I, I took the American visa on my passport and everything. It was, oh, you're a Palestinian. I took American visa on your passport. Ah, you must be very lucky, you know. So it's not easy. It's not easy at all. Yeah, Switzerland opened everything for me.
0: (laughs) Wow. How long were you in Switzerland for?
1: Yeah, I just stayed uh, around two months. Okay. My first journey and second journey the same. Okay. Yeah, it was amazing. Like, like, whenever I remember Switzerland days, I was like, wow. There was no restrictions. There was no anything. Just people are very lovely and friendly. You just work with love, with smile. I learned how to treat people very well. And, and understand your culture, you know, like um, the European culture, the Ukrainian, the Russians, uh, France, French, Swiss, all the world, you know. I met a lot of people. Like, maybe I met all the nationalities over there. <laughs> maybe. What? Yeah. Maybe I met all the cu- all the world over there. Like, I'm, I'm seriously about this, you know. Wow. Uh, it's a big thing.
0: Okay. So then... You said that you, so you've encountered difficulties because of your nationality. Yeah,
1: with my respect to all the <laughs> things in countries. <laughs> but but I was very positive about it.
0: And we, was, was that in all the countries that you went to?
1: Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I faced, like sometimes the officers are asking me, why are you here? What are you doing here? And yeah, I faced this without mentioning any countries, but I faced that a lot because of my nationality and uh with my respect i will not mention the country but um i remember the the security officers like told me to wait for 15 minutes or something to do security check on me although i have the visa and the visa and everything and uh then the the officer came to me he told me what's because you know we don't know this nationality and stuff so
0: they actually said yeah, that yeah
1: yeah and i was i will not say I, I was pissed about it but um i I, I used to understand that because I know that, yeah, some people might say that to me. But I was very positive about it. I, I kept my smile. I didn't, like, show them that I'm very down, why are you treating me like this and stuff. No, just, uh, yeah. So like you kept this. a positive attitude. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't do anything. Just, uh, yeah, okay, fine. You can just, okay, can I have my password? Like, can I enter Just Yeah, you can, but uh, take care. Uh, you should follow the security rules and stuff. I told them, okay, I know that. I used to, yeah. I used to travel like, I'm not doing. I'm not. I'm not gonna do anything like stupid or something. So yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not easy. Like, um, even I don't know my home country. Like, I don't know how to how it feels to go there. Like, I don't know. But I know some people. They're there and they used to send me a lot of pictures. So I can I can tell from the pictures, you know. <laughs> That's it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so no, not from personal experience, but yeah, from no, the pictures. No. I didn't see any. No, no. That's how you know your home yep. country.
1: Yeah. And that's my home country.
0: But that doesn't. But that doesn't bother you.
1: It does. To be honest, yeah, I I'd love to go there one day, but I'm not allowed to.
0: So it does bother you. Yeah. And. W-
1: but I, like I said, I always like go through life. I I I'm not gonna stop because of something like this. I'm not gonna stop anytime. So i should move i should keep my pace because this is life you will face a lot of obstacles when you walk mm. but if you stopped to remove this obstacle and you think about it like take long time to think about it i believe you'll face another obstacle and another obstacle so life is not going to stop here like you have to move you have to move not i'm not going to say you have to move fast but keep going never stop because you will meet a lot of things that we, that might make you down. But for me, I, I'm okay. It's, I was raised to, to be strong, you know?
0: You're right. okay. I, <laughs> okay, I find that fascinating. Because raised to be strong, what does that mean?
1: Yeah, me, meaning that... Um, Strong is not about muscles and stuff. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's about how you, you self-control yourself, how you self-motivate yourself, how whenever you face anything, just take it very slowly and then think about it and then take the decision like uh, very slightly. Well, maybe you're not ca- can maybe you cannot solve uh, some particular things, but um, uh, for me, I always look at the bright side. I'm always positive, even though I have a lot of. Negative days and a lot of downs, up and downs. But what I can say is um, uh, my mom and dad just raised me. Um, as a, a, a independent guy, the, I, ha- I took the responsibility very early. Um, because while I, while I was in Egypt, I used to go uh, every year. Ah, this is a new story here. Okay. So some, maybe some people, they don't know this. But why I just became a little bit stronger because I used to take the responsibility very early and I used to go every year to a place in Egypt without calling it, calling it a name. But it's okay. a government place. Okay. To renew my residency every year. At tem- my temporary residency. Yeah, because I have to do that. Like. What? Yeah, yeah. I, I used to have temporary residency in both countries, in Saudi Arabia and Egypt. If I left this country for more than six months, it's gone, you know? Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> it's not easy.
0: So you'd, have, so you'd have to go back and forth?
1: Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have to. For example, if, if it's today's April, I just moved to Halifax from three months ago. So I have to go back before six months, within six months, to keep my residency over there. And if I didn't make it, they will not allow me to enter the country. Wow. Yeah, even though I had the residency, temporary residency, of like for three years or something. So, yeah, it's crazy. This is crazy. <laughs>
0: that is crazy. Yeah. So, okay, so you have a temporary residency yeah, that lasts in Egypt three
1: years. Yeah, but in Egypt now it's gone because um, I, I missed uh, one of the six months, so... I missed it because I was doing some travels, business travels, and I f- totally forget about it. So, yeah, I think it's now gone. I cannot return back.
0: You can't I, go back to Egypt.
1: Yeah, even though I have the residency, like, yeah, I have it, like, it's valid.
0: You have a valid residency yeah. there, and you can't go?
1: No, I cannot go. I missed the six months, so they will tell me you cannot.
0: Will you ever be able to go back?
1: Yeah, but maybe, uh, I hear that there's some approvals and stuff, so it, this might take two years or three years or something So to go back. See my family and friends again. So, yeah, yeah, it's it's not easy, but I should I should take some approvals from the government to to uh, tell them that guys, I'm I'm half like I'm half Egyptian. I speak Egyptian, you know, and yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just uh, it's not easy to go there like now for me in my case
0: in your case yeah. Oh my goodness. So then how easy would it be for your family to come here and see you? Yeah, it's
1: just easy. Like I can do some invitations and stuff. And But I, I want to bring my family here when I'm settled, when I'm stable. Uh, and yeah, like I said, hopefully I can get a job here and so I can support them financially like I used to do in back in Saudi. And uh, yeah. You support I can,
0: them financially? Yeah. Yep. Is that like, why? Why? Why do you?
1: I did that because my dad stopped working by the age of 70. Um, And um, (laughs) I like to speak politics. To I'm very, very bad in politics. But but it it, it hurts. Like uh, he was a very, very good doctor. He had his own clinic under his name and everything was pretty amazing. He used to have his own office and a lot of patients and stuff and uh, suddenly the government just came to him telling him that we changed the rules and you cannot open a clinic under your name because you're not saudi and uh, you, if you want to open one you should it should be under a saudi guy and he should confirm that to the government and then you should take a salary from him you shouldn't work uh, individually so uh, my dad stopped working and um, uh, yeah, all I have is my mom and dad and all my siblings, they are working and married and stuff. So they were with me in Saudi. And then I, I like, uh, yeah, I, I, I said I have to support them financially because it's not easy. No? Just uh, My dad was in a bad uh, mood uh, because of that, which happened to him. And it was OK for me because, yeah, I was expecting that to happen.
0: You were expecting it to happen. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Because of a lot of, um, yeah, a lot of rules and regulations to the foreigners and people who are not Saudis, with my respect to the country. Uh, I really respect everyone's opinions, but uh, yeah, sometimes people will not appreciate you because of your nationality, with my respect to all the countries and United Nations and this stuff, you know. Yes. But uh, this is the truth, you know. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it's... It's not easy to uh, to live. Like nowadays, um, some people might find it very hard to live uh, with their uh, own circumstances without suffering. Like a lot of people would suffer, but um, like I said, you always have to look at the bright side and you always have to look for plan B. Always. Like, what's next, you know? And... Um, the main reasons, uh, one of the reasons which made me uh, leave the country for good. I'm going to speak about it like shortly. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, this is what happened uh, with my dad and family. And um, yeah, I, like um, it wasn't that good. I'll not say it's bad, but I'm like I said, I'm always optimistic. And yeah, I always look forward for it. Like, yeah. You should be down. <laughs> Just take the obstacle and go. You know. Yeah, it's not easy.
0: So then, okay, like this is, I, like I've said this already, but this is fascinating. Yeah. So you, you're, you're always looking for the positive side. Yeah. But you, but you would have days where you're feeling sad.
1: Yeah, a lot. Of days, but i will not show my sadness to anyone. I will only show it to myself. Like, yeah, to only myself. Like I cannot, because some people have different thoughts that uh, if you show your sadness or your weakness to someone, mm-hmm. uh, uh, then you you're showing your weakness to someone and somebody. As my I, as as my personality, I'd like I don't want to show anyone that I'm weak. I always want. Even though I have the, like, the baddest days ever. So I want always to show you that I'm okay. Everything is amazing. I smile. I make life better, you know. Even though maybe sometimes I'm, from deep inside, I'm down. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'll not show that to you.
0: Why? But
1: yeah, I'll keep it. Like, I'll keep it inside. I don't know. Like, because maybe because of I'm a Capricorn or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Okay.
0: So, so. The, so that's, and that's how you... That's how you cope? Like, Do you find that that's a good way for you to cope uh, with your it's feelings? It's
1: uh, the good thing and a bad thing. Okay. The good thing about it is uh, you will show people that you're always okay and you're always around. You care. show yeah. positivity. You're smiling and everything. The bad thing about it is sometimes it hurts you because you keep a lot of things inside without expressing it up. Yeah. So I learned recently, I learned if there's anything inside you, you should speak out. You should be honest, very honest. For example, if someone is, like, said something to you, it's, you didn't like it or anything, you should go and say, I didn't like it. Like, can I have a moment with you? Just, what you said is not, it's not okay. I don't agree with you, like. But please, just, can you not say that again and stuff? So, yeah, I, I like, if you express anything out from from inside, I believe this will make you uh, better and... Uh, Yeah. You'll not keep anything inside anymore. Okay. Yeah.
0: That's something that I'm definitely like, personally, I'm aware that I tend to keep those things inside and I'm working more and more on, on just talking about it and getting that out. So then what about just when, like, do you have uh, times when you are feeling down? It's not necessarily to do with the circumstances, but you're just kind of feeling down.
1: Yeah, like recently, if you ask me about the recent time when I was really down when I moved here, to be honest, with my respect to yeah, (laughs) oh yeah, yeah, I was super down. Did you? I I didn't know what I'm doing. Uh, The culture shock was there for me. Yes, I don't know anyone. Yeah, no one. Like I'm like alone. You know, I don't know where to go. Just uh, I was searching the internet, the best places to go to. Like I was going alone over there and just do nothing. You know, just. Watching people and do nothing. And deep inside, you miss home, you miss your friends, you miss family. Uh, You miss your stable life. I used to have a very super stable life. But um, sometimes your circumstances will push you forward to to move on with your life and not stop. Because I faced a lot of things during my life. And yeah, I'll speak about it. I can speak about it like because... There's nothing to, to be afraid of, or there's nothing to to keep to keep it away from anyone. But yeah, some sometimes um, you will feel very down, but sometimes you don't know what to do. Like this is what is like exactly what I was facing, mm-hmm. and uh, when I was looking at the bright side here in Halifax, I I searched the Instagram and social networks. Uh, where to go you know there's a lot of applications like meetup Mm -hmm. i want to speak with people i want to go and speak with someone you know yeah it would be very awkward if i went for a walk or something and then start speaking with strangers on the street (laughs) (laughs) i wouldn't do that you know (laughs) that's not professional you know (laughs) so yeah right i I look a lot in in a lot of social groups and i found the halifax social network Yeah! yeah halifax social network yeah yeah and I sent person I, I remember that. I remember this I followed this. I saw a lot of pictures like you guys are gathering and meeting a lot of people and stuff. Yeah. And there's a lot of things happening down there. Like whenever you put any picture, there is the like you you write a lot. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I was like, Wow, this is amazing, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I sent my first message, I remember it, like, Hey guys, I, I just knew here in Halifax. I don't know anyone, so would you guys mind if, if there's any events coming or anything? Just would you mind inviting me because I don't know anyone. Mm. So next day, I saw the, there was a sage medit- meditation event. Yeah. I, I registered, and and then Laura responded to me, telling me that, hey, Hi, Muhammad uh, Yeah, I saw your, your, your message, and you just recently uh, registered for this event. And uh, we would love to have you. If, if you need any help, just come speak to me. Tell me that you're here so I can uh, get you to know people. So...
0: Hmm. Laura yeah. is amazing.
1: Yeah. So I went I went, I don't know anyone. Just I, I went inside, I stepped inside. My first event ever in Halifax. I don't know anyone. Just there was all a lot of a lot of people. They were speaking. They know each other for a fact. Right. And I don't know anyone. Oh. I went inside, like, where's Laura? I found Laura. Hey, Laura, what's up? Ma more. Yeah. She was a little bit busy because she was doing something, I believe. So I was standing. I don't know what to do, where to go. So okay. So <laughs> So yeah, oh only you have to take a cushion and stay here and we'll start the meditation and yeah, yeah, let's do it. Like <laughs> yeah so yeah, I, I, I used to adapt myself in, into the, this uh, strange world I was living in. Yeah although I, I returned back home, I was happy, but uh, like I said, you don't have anyone to speak with. like okay, what's next? Like what should I do now?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's not
1: easy. Like I used to speak with uh, my friends and family. There's a time difference between us, so mm. I, I used to speak every day with them to make my life easier.
0: Yeah. Did you talk to them about how you were doing? Yeah. Yeah, and they were.
1: Yeah, some some people are very okay, and some people they just they can't believe that I left.
0: Oh. Okay.
1: Yeah. yeah, I left all my life and then came here. Yeah, that would be. Yeah.
0: That would be difficult to accept. I would have yeah. But I mean, it's good to support your friends.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's of course. Yeah, it's so,
0: I'm sorry, I, I cut yeah. you off.
1: Yeah, tell me. Just, yeah, okay. It's a free question.
0: <laughs> why did you leave? Why did you come here?
1: Okay, so um, why did I leave? Because uh, uh, I don't like discrimination. I, I hate uh, when people just judge people because of their whatever they are, like their nationality are better than you. Mm. Uh, they speak better than you they they are, they are white uh, or they are whatever. Uh, their religion is this religion this not this r- I hate th- those things to be honest. So yeah. while I left I reached to a point that there's no future here in the comp- in the country which I was living in I don't have any facilities, anything. So I was thinking about the deep inside that I want to move on with my life to a new country or anything but it will have its own risks you know. So we reached a point that, uh, with my own respect um, to the country and the company, mm-hmm. but uh, there was a lot of talkings about the new rules and regulations that would happen in 2019. That they will, ask, like, um, hire high percentage of the country's nationality, and they would took our place, uh, and they were insisting us and like pushing us to hire more percentage in all the departments and also they asked me to hire people from um from the country not foreign people because i used to have a diverse team yes i used to be a team leader by the way yeah (laughs) supervisor and stuff leading decisions and stuff yeah yeah i used i used to have a very very good position and stable like i was really happy Ruth, about my position and stability and how i can travel anywhere like i used to do a lot of things when i was very young you know wow i I remember i took the managerial position when i was 24 when you were 24 i was the youngest one in the company youngest and i was single without any relationships or anything and everyone was looking at me like this guy came uh like, he came with a reference, a big reference in the, in the country. I said, no, <laughs> no way. I was just, no. It's just because of my experience, maybe because of my knowledge. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I used to be, um, yeah, I, I used to take the, a lot of decisions, was part of a big teams, big projects and everything. So, wow. I reached a point that when they asked me that you have to uh, release some people because we need to bring um, people from the country... From nation- their nationality, not ours. I I didn't like it. I said to the managers, "Why that? With my respect to your country, guys, but I I brought these people. These people have a families. These people, if I didn't brought them here and give them the trainings as a fresh grads, they wouldn't have been married now and have kids. They have kids. They have responsibilities. Because back there, if you were like." You're left to your job. In this current situation, which the country we're facing, it's not easy to get a job. It's super hard. And the government will not pay you any penny.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: Yes. They will not pay you anything until you find a job. And if you didn't find a job within one month, they will tell you go out. You have to leave final exit. You have to leave to your country. And that's it. <gasps> what? Yeah.
0: Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. So So you letting people go... Yeah, would be I, I, I
1: didn't, I didn't, I didn't uh, like, with my respect, Yes. like I said, but I didn't like it. No. I feel like this is like, wow, man, just, I need to terminate the very good people, people which I trained, yeah. which I, uh, they have a loyalty to me and the company, not to me, but uh, I have the thing that um, team chemistry is important. And we were working as a team, as a friends, as a brother's. Uh, but yeah, when they asked me about this, I was super, super like angry. Yeah. They didn't ask me only. They asked a lot of people to do that. And they told me, and then, uh, I wasn't happy about it. Then one day I went to the management. I told them that I, with my respect to your, uh, decisions, but I will not release anyone. Wow. Yeah. I will not release anyone. Just keep my team safe. I will not release anyone. Then we reached a point that, okay, you're right. We respect your decision, but maybe one day we will tell you that, listen, man, we will leave them, not you. Like oh. We will overcome your authorities and decisions because it's it's the rules and regulations, with more respect, like I said. And uh, yeah, I, I didn't like it, to be honest. And then I was thinking about uh, about it really hard. Then I took the decision to leave. I told them that okay, guys, so keep these guys here in, in the department. The guys are very uh, good, but as a manager or as a leader of this department, I will be leaving. I cannot wow. continue. I cannot continue in this, in this situation and, and in this environment. You know, okay, just let me leave and bring a, uh, a guy which is capable of handling this team. Um, Maybe the guy from the country, maybe outside, Depend. Like it's up to you guys. So I'll be leaving. So um, m- my manager was really good with me. He told me that um, we can, like, throw this out and stuff, And uh, but you cannot leave because you have done a lot of things to the company and you cannot leave. We need you. Like, I said, okay, but I cannot live in this, uh, uh, like, Changing environment, changing management, changing people because of some rules and regulations and percentages and and you have to hire these people because of this rules and stuff. So it's not me. Like I don't deal with people with with, with this, you know. So I took the decision and left. I told wow. my parents that I will leave. I told my friends, everyone that guys, I'm leaving. That's it for me. I will start over in another country and that's it
0: yeah wow that's huge yeah that is huge that's so brave yeah i don't know if i could do the same thing i'd i'd like to think that i would but i don't like i don't know that i could
1: i took the general left that's it to start a new life and like to start over like they say and You know that it's not easy to start over like no come on you did everything and then now you're starting over so
0: and now you're starting over
1: yeah I'm starting all over again wow yeah (laughs) (laughs) here I am (laughs) and here you are yeah yeah I'm speaking with Ruth, guys.
0: <laughs> yeah, you are sitting there with yeah. me. Oh, hey, which, and by the way, we're not in my closet this time. Yeah. We are. It's a new,
1: very good studio. Like, I, I feel like I feel it's really professional thing here. Like, oh, thank yeah, you. It's very professional. Like, she got the mics and stuff. Oh and this table, nice
0: yes, we got a nice like, table. Yeah. We got some new mics that oh. are better quality. And we are actually in a room. Yeah, <laughs> as opposed I to a class. You have a very bassy voice. You have a very bassy base, voice. Base, base. I love it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I and I don't have a bassy voice, which so I have some base envy happening. Yeah, I'm yeah, envious but... over the yeah. base of your voice. <laughs> Although I wouldn't want as much bass as you have because yeah. I'm a, a girl and I like having a higher voice.
1: <laughs> higher pitch. Higher pitch. pitch.
0: So I won't complain that much.
1: Yeah, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: But I love the bass in your voice. That is just excellent. Merci beaucoup. Oh you're welcome. I always forget how to say you're welcome in French. Yeah, you so.
1: just I forgot French like um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> No you said that really well. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh yeah, I can I can yeah, I can act like I'm speaking French. Like I can say, for example, to parla anglais. <laughs> yeah, speak English. Do you speak English? Yeah, yeah. And then we, oui? if if we, and then he starts speaking in French. You're in Jérôpal, je sweet. I say, je pas français. And then I will end it off. I will him cut it off. Like. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's it. That's as much as I know. Yeah, yeah that's funny. Have you been to Quebec?
1: Uh, no, not yet. Okay. I've been to Toronto. I You've say, been to Toronto.
0: Yeah, Is it? Where did, when you came to Canada, where was the first place that you yeah, went? Yeah,
1: Toronto. I stayed in Toronto for two days and then came to Halifax.
0: And were you were you planning on coming to Halifax from the very beginning? No,
1: just because of uh, you know some immigration things and stuff. So you have to go to a province, which is not very big province. Had a lot of had a lot of people or immigrants. So um, at first you have to go to a, 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 like a, a province like Nova Scotia to stay in it for at least one year or something. Then you can move on. Okay. So yeah, I, okay. Just, uh, yeah, of course I spoke with some lawyers how to come here and how to to apply uh, like legally. I applied as a like a legal immigration and came. I was accepted because of my experience, work experience. I took some English uh, exams like IELTS. Right. Yeah. I did good and yeah, I was just applying. But, okay, you can come. Man. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah.
0: How many languages do you know?
1: Two languages. Two. Two. Yeah. More than French, and, yeah, and French. I used to speak French, but I'm planning to start over again. French. I I want to speak French to be honest. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I know French, but uh, I forgot everything.
0: I wonder how, I, like, it must be easier to pick it back up again. I would assume. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I like. See, I don't know. I I know English. That's it. Yeah. No, I Arabic, like Arabic and English. Pardon? Arabic. Of, Arabic okay. is
1: my first language. That's your first language. Yeah. yeah, yeah
0: that's it I'm I'm always uh, in awe of people who can speak more than one language I just think that's amazing I I saw
1: a lot of people like this like four languages and stuff like do you have time to speak four languages (laughs) (laughs) the vocab English vocabulary is very hard (laughs) there's some words I don't know about it like no it's it's just you know hidden somewhere in a treasury or something (laughs) I swear to god there's a lot of words like I don't know about it like where did you come from
0: Oh my goodness. Well, the English yeah. language, like we take, we all of our words are from all these other languages, so it yeah. makes it especially difficult yeah. to yes. figure yeah. us out.
1: Yeah, it's not easy.
0: No, no, definitely not. I mean, that's what I hear. Exactly. I, I still get confused by my <laughs> own language.
1: <laughs> yeah, me so. too, like, yeah. <laughs> like, sometimes I don't know, like, to speak Arabic or English. It's, it's very confusing. Like, sometimes I go to, to a store and then uh, I ordered something, then I said uh, in Arabic, uh, Shukra. It's like, thank you. So he was like, what? I was, oh, sorry, thank you. <laughs> I <laughs> forgot that I'm speaking English, you know? <laughs> that's
0: funny. Okay, wait, okay, here's another question.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, when you're thinking, do you think in Arabic? Yeah, Arabic, yeah. And then when you're, so then when you're thinking about what to speak, are you actually translating it as you're talking? Yes,
1: yes, that's, definitely, yes. Oh, that's
0: amazing.
1: Yeah, that's not easy, by the way. Like, no,
0: that yeah. mustn't be easy. And you... You would think that you would speak a lot slower because you're, because you're translating in your head for, yeah, like from one some, language to yeah, another. For,
1: sometimes, for example, I met uh, some Arabic people. They don't speak English well. So they need me to translate their Arabic to English people. So I'm not an uh, interpreter here. So uh, when they speak Arabic to someone, like he wants to tell him something. And I used to, uh, what do you want to tell him? Like, he speaks in Arabic. Then I, I took this Arabic that, and then I go to English. He's telling you that he needs this thing, and uh, and then what what do you need uh, again? Yeah, and he's telling you <laughs> this. so like it's not like to translate take from one ear to another ear and and you know this transmission. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes it's it's confusing because if your first language is English and you went to Arabic speaking country and you start speaking Arabic, yeah, it would be very hard for you. Like it's not easy for you. No. To always speak Arabic but your your mother tongue is english yeah this is what's happening with me <laughs> yes oh my goodness yeah. this is what's happening with me now. Right? it's very like hard but why i get used to it because of my work i have 6 years of experience in customer service and stuff so all my my communication were in english oh really yeah because of multinational companies so okay we speak in english uh. We speak Arabic, but not much because the company is telling us don't speak Arabic that much because they need to see that we are like, yeah, we speak English. Yeah, yeah. But that's why I get used to it. Like some people, I know, like I met someone He just recently moved uh, to Halifax. He's an Arab Mm -hmm. and he had never uh, spoke like, he's not speaking English regularly, but he's finding it hard to speak English all the time.
0: Yeah, it must be tiring. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: you need, you need to speak your language and how they, like, in One day you need just to, I miss my language. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So then do you have, like, have you met people and made friends here that yeah, speak yeah, your... I,
1: I, I, I met one of my friends. I found, I had one of friend, my friends on Facebook. He, mm-hmm. I know for a fact that he wasn't in Halifax, um, but he moved to Qatar. And uh, when I saw his profile, I sent him, I, I told him that, where are you now? He, he told me I'm in Halifax. Uh, he have uh, a very good restaurant, Egyptian restaurant. It's called Kamun. He's the owner. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Where is that? It's in Spring Garden, I think. Oh, Quinn Pool. Quinn Pool. Quinn Pool, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to have to go check that out.
1: Yeah, of course. You you're guys are more than welcome. Back. I can invite you off like over, over there. It's amazing. Like He's doing an amazing Egyptian food. So I met him. I was like, hey, yo, do you remember me? Like, do you know how many, like... The last time I saw this guy was 16 years ago. Oh my goodness. 16 years ago. I made a surprise to him to his, uh, to his restaurant. I came, I sat, and then I was waiting for him to come. He came. I told him, do you remember me? He was like, are you serious? You're here? I was <laughs> like, I just moved you, buddy.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. my goodness. And how long has he been here for?
1: I think for a long time He's, uh, f- since university.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay whoa
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That
0: must make the world feel a little smaller. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And so, have you have you to go back to how you've been experiencing some discrimination because of your nationality? Have yes. you been experiencing must, much of that since you've moved to Halifax?
1: No. Nope. No. Because uh the first thing when I was applying for jobs, uh they told me that in your resume you shouldn't Put your nationality. You shouldn't put your date of birth. You shouldn't put your gender. So I was like surprised. Why would I wouldn't do that? Because back in home, back home, we must know how old this guy. Because I used to hire, people, uh, I used to hire people. Like they told me, no, here you cannot mention the date of birth, nor your nationality or your gender. I found it very amazing because. Why I found it very amazing because. Uh, the hiring managers they don't care about uh, where are you from they care about only your experience in the resume written down and that's it
0: that's amazing yeah
1: so this is the first point that i saw but i believe that uh, with my respect truth in all the all the all the world you will find people um, have a little bit of discrimination inside them because of something like mm. yeah you will find it you, you have to find it because we cannot leave uh, without like people like uh, making some divisions that you are from here because you look like that you will be here and this stuff because you speak this language you will be here because Mm -hmm. your religion is this religion so you'll be here you will find that in your life for sure Mm -hmm. i'm not speaking about there's no discrimination in canada or in u.s or there will be yeah but as a person as me Mm -hmm. i will not look into it like i will not define people with their Nationality, come on, man. I will not do that. Like, I can do that if I... For example, if I was speaking to someone and he told me my name is an Arabic name. Mm -hmm. And I know for a fact this is an Arabic name. Yes. So I'll be very curious. Where is this guy from? Right. Where are you from? Then Uh he starts speaking. I'm from Canada. No. Where is your origins from? Because I know your Arabic name. For example, my name is... I met Amin. You know Amin. Amin Hilal. Uh, Back in... um, Last event. Yeah, 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 yeah. He came to me, just, uh, hi, how, what's your name? My name is Amin. I was like, yeah. okay, my name is Muhammad. And he was like, okay. And I said, where are you from, by the way? He told me I'm from Egypt. Then I started speaking with him in Egyptian, you know? <laughs> That's <laughs> so, amazing. Yeah, I know, like, this is the only way I can ask for it because I know Arabic names. I know, like, I can like, I would love to, to meet Arab. It's okay. It's just, it's, it's love to, yeah. For example, I met uh, a Ukrainian guy. I know from his accent, English accent. So I know that this guy is Ukrainian. For example, I know the Argentinians when they speak English. And I know Spanish as well. And French. French When French speak English, I know that this guy is French. Why? Because I communicated with a lot of cultures during my life.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. I, I'm terrible at telling accents. I can.
1: I can. I can tell you. Like... Yeah, like my accent now is very like if anyone h- heard me speaking now, you know that for ex- for instance I'm Middle Eastern this is a Middle Eastern accent. <laughs> I know because because I can not change it. Like how can I change it? Like I'm not gonna speak British. Yo, sa- my <laughs> I can speak British, you know? So I can't change it. I cannot change this is my accent, you know. But I can imitate, like I can speak a little bit of British, for example. Like make it like very funny way, like Game of Thrones things, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. But yeah, I gotta change my accent. It's not easy.
0: No, that yeah, mustn't easy. be easy. Yeah, yeah. That's but Im- but that's fascinating. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> yes, of course.
0: Yeah, I'm just sitting here trying to imagine what it would feel like. But it seems... It's fascinating. Yeah. It is fascinating. Mm-hmm. But wow, it must be so difficult. <laughs>
1: There's a lot of things, you know? There's a lot lot of things. We care, like, yeah, it's just, uh, yeah. There's a lot of things inside everyone. Like, everyone has its own story sharing things. Yes. And, yeah. Yes. The question I keep receiving maybe from my family and friends and everyone, why are you still single, man? Like, you haven't found your, your love of your life or something. I was like, I found some, like, Back, I found some, mm-hmm. but I'm blaming myself now because I was focusing more on my development and implementation and I need to be this guy and and I forgot about my maybe relationship life. Yeah. Yeah. So there was a lot of amazing, like, um, amazing girls like around me. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were serious about having a good relationship, but I was awkward, you know. I was really awkward because I was focusing more on traveling and development and team leadership and decision making and how to do this. And I was focusing more on self-development and work. I didn't focus on making someone by my side to support me doing this thing. So, yeah, I got this very like from maybe a year ago uh, that I need someone to be in my life. Just to be with me, like, to speak with, like, you know? Yes. Yeah, to just um, tell him what I'm doing. She's telling me what she's doing. And, yeah, just sharing, you know? Sharing is caring, you know? Yes. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm bl- to be honest, this is, yeah, this is, like, one of the blames I'm blaming myself.
0: So uh, you you regret it?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I do that.
0: Huh. But, so, would you, would you trade in the experiences that you've had?
1: Um... Well, I don't know. Just to be honest, I don't know. Uh, no. Maybe, um, maybe yeah, I can read in that because I, 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 don't, I don't know more about relationships, because the last time I was in real relationship was when I was, how many years ago? Like four years, five years ago. Really. Like real one, like five years ago.
0: Wow. Yeah,
1: it was real one, and then I, I ended, up in the ended up, and I regret that because. I didn't take any steps for forward or further, like I was like, You're here, and I'm here, we're a long distance relationship. I cannot go to this place, and you're here, and I'm busy with my work and with my business schedule, and I'm sorry, I cannot do it.
0: hmm, and you regret that now yeah
1: i I, I definitely do that yeah, yeah, huh, but yeah, as I said, like you cannot stop, right, yeah, just move on, you know. Eat some chocolates and move on. <laughs> <laughs> Eat
0: some chocolates. They're staring at yeah.
1: me. <laughs> you can take one. Just I'm, I can start speaking and then you. <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah, I am. I'm taking another
0: one. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah. Mm. Yeah, it was really good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That'd be very like, yeah. they
0: mm. They're so creamy.
1: Yeah, I know that. Mm-hmm. Swiss, Swiss is always good
0: place is always good. <laughs> Make great watches and great chocolate. Yeah. And great people.
1: Good country if you see it. Mm. It's very pure. Super, super pure. Like, wow, the mountains. and It's amazing. Like I remember my time in Switzerland was, wow. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of pictures. Like, I had more than 200 pictures, maybe. Wow. Yeah. Mm. With all the people I met. All the people I met over there and all the nature and... Yeah, it was for me. This is the best thing that ever happened to me.
0: Wow, do yeah. you think you'd want to go back?
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah, like now, if you if they asked me to come, now I was just, yeah, I'll definitely come. Now.
0: You go drop everything. Yeah, yeah, would you if you could, would you live there?
1: Um, living, I, I'm not sure about it because it's um, it's a very quiet country, okay? Everything's closed at six, maybe. What really? Yeah, and that's it. We don't do anything. Whoa. Yeah. And that's it. You know, back okay. in back in like Egypt, for example, we used to go out from our home almost daily, every day at eight or nine. <laughs> yeah.
0: So that would be way... Yeah, that yeah. would be a huge change of pace. Yeah, of course. Yeah, okay. And then
1: you turn home about 11, 12, and next day you have work. That's it.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's okay. And that's, and that's like you're good with that pace. You yeah, like that. Yeah, of
1: course. Huh. When I came here, like, it's little bit different because people don't go out that
0: much. No, we, we, especially in the winter, yeah. we hibernate. So when, when you hit the summer here, we'll, we'll, we'll wake it, wake up a little bit. Exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll wake up, don't worry about it.
0: But yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. Just give us a little bit of time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So then, um, Mo. Yeah. So one question that I like to ask everybody yeah. is what does it look to you to be mentally healthy?
1: Um, for me, um, yeah. Okay, that's a very good question that I need to think about in Arabic. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, men- okay. So, um, mentally healthy, uh, mm-hmm. I always think positive. Uh, I use some time to change my routine. Like, if I didn't run today, I can run tomorrow, I can go to different places. For me, if I can speak to each and everyone in this country now, to know their cultures, to know... Where they came from, uh, to speak with different people from different different cultures, that's for me it's amazing. I love speaking with people. Like I love to understand what people are thinking. Yoga, why? So yeah, um, when I understand people, why they're doing yoga, why they play piano, for example, why you play games, because for example, for me, I love games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and when people play games, they just they are very creative. They are very smart. They want to to do this in this game and, and figure out how to solve this for example puzzle or anything so uh, yeah with my own experiences with cultures and with different people I can I, I cannot say I can understand your personality but it's for me it's an amazing thing to uh, to understand people more I love like I love communicating with people I don't know it's something inside me like yeah I'm a PR person you're a PR relations. person yeah public relations and stuff <laughs> suits and you know <laughs> so, so yeah
0: you are like you are a very kind and warm person so Merci. it's very
1: Merci. Merci. Welcome. Merci.
0: you're just so like you're easy to talk to and it's very nice to and it's very nice to talk with you and you're it's you do have like a very a very positive energy about you you know, it's very, it's, and it's something that you, it's something that you pick up on immediately. Like I met you last week, yeah, and
1: and then I came to you, I was standing are you Ruth, right? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I saw you from the pictures. I know you. you know?
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And there was just, and that was that.
1: You were looking at me, okay? So what? <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: But, and then, and then it was just. Yeah, and I told you
1: that I was going to speak today, and. Uh, yeah, I'm going to speak about my story sharing. And then after that, when I heard... Um, who was speaking about your uh, podcast? I, for, I forgot.
0: Oh, um, it was Spencer. Spencer, yeah. yeah. When he's
1: saying that he's going to your podcast. I, I heard your postca- podcast before. I followed up on your Instagram. And I know that you make people just chat about things in life and things that made you down. So I wanted to participate. I wanted to share my thing with you. Because I, I believe that if I share this thing with you, like, or with anyone... That for me is I'm expressing a lot of things from inside and I'm being very happy, you know.
0: I love it. I love it. And I'm so glad that you wanted to share on this because that mm-hmm. it just helps. Like, for me, I love hearing stories too, yeah. and it's uh, it makes my life richer.
1: So. Yeah. Like, uh, honesty is a mo- important. Honesty is very important. Mm-hmm. And if you want, if you have something inside to someone, want to speak out just speak out that's it but for me if I spoke out and I know for a fact that this gonna hurt this guy in a bad way I'm not gonna do it like sometimes honesty might lead to uh, a bad attitude yes maybe mm-hmm. uh, so uh, what I learned from my previous experience is when you're very honest try to be honest in a good way <laughs> <laughs> if you choose yes. the bad the, like the, the bad way it might lead to something different you know
0: you know what that makes so much sense <laughs> that makes so much sense yeah. because there is like you can be honest and maybe you're making a really good point but if you make it in a hurtful way then it causes more damage yes yeah that makes sense i i love that you that you
1: like you emphasized yeah. <laughs> this emphasized word by the way <laughs> I learned this word from two years ago. Really? <laughs> it was hidden under the castle. <laughs> I was, someone told me you have to emphasize it. Well, what?
0: And <laughs> <I'm> for what?
1: <laughs> so, in for what? Info, how can I write that? <laughs> Even its spelling is very hard.
0: It doesn't make any sense.
1: Yeah, emphasize. Like, why? <laughs> why are you there? Like, are you serious? <laughs> <It's> like,
0: yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But you're totally right. Yeah, yeah, emphasize. What's the what is that?
1: Yeah. <laughs> it has a lot of Why? Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, when I, whenever I write it, I use. I have to do right click and then <laughs> go to the right. <laughs> it's very hard to like. Uh, there's a lot of like. Yeah, there's a lot of words like very hard. I don't know why English is so hard. Like I know. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? We have like like the, just to make the the
0: f sound, the f sound, you could use the letter f or you could use ph or at the end of enough it's gh. What is that? Since what does gh make the f sound? Exactly. <laughs> and yet that's what we do in English. Yes. Doesn't Exa- make any sense. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my goodness. This is a great conversation.
1: Yeah, that was so great. Thank I you. like yeah, I liked it so much. Good. It was very open like it's uh, it's nothing prepared. Just we just uh, we're just talking. Yeah, we're just talking. You know.
0: Yeah, uh, I love it.
1: Yeah, me too. To be honest. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, I'm the so studio is like you feel like yeah, it's something. Yes. Very pro here, guys. It's oh, just thank <laughs> you. <laughs> I'm gonna take snap some snaps for you. <laughs> Go follow me on my social media. <laughs> uh, yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So on um on Instagram, how can how can listeners find you if they want to?
1: Yeah, just um, yeah, just you can tag me and that's it.
0: Yeah. So, do you yeah. have like what's your name on
1: Instagram? Yeah, it's my name is Najim N A J I M and number seven. Number seven. So, so,
0: Najim it, seven.
1: Najim seven. This is like tone. Yeah. <laughs> this very musical name, you know. Yeah, it's very influencing oh. name. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's beautiful, and yeah. that's your last name.
1: Yeah. Najim is your last Najim, name. Yeah.
0: Okay,
1: we, cool, yes,
0: great, okay, well, thank you.
1: Thank you so much, Ruth, and for it, everything.
0: Yes, <laughs> it's my pleasure. Yeah, it is my, my pleasure. pleasure as well.,
1: oh. we shared a lot of things bad bad good good things and bad things, but uh my advice to everyone and for like everyone listening, maybe, yeah, is always always think positive and don't let obstacles stop you from anything. It will stop you maybe temporary, but uh. Just go for it. Like life is great. You know, life has a lot of opportunities, a lot of people, a lot of things waiting for you outside. I love it. Yeah.
0: It does. You're right. It yeah. totally does. And we can get ourselves hung up on obstacles and forget that there is just so much opportunity out there waiting for
1: us. Exactly.
0: It, yeah. I love it. And you're in your perfect example of ex- what you just said. So. Yep. Thank you. Thank you so much. And everybody listening, thank you so much. It means so much to me that you listen. And please, if this is a podcast that you enjoy, please share it with your friends. And um, if you don't follow me on Instagram, give me a follow at optimistically depressed. And you know what? Everybody out there, just remember that wherever you are, I am just sitting here loving you. Have a wonderful night, morning, afternoon, evening, and I will be talking to you again soon. Bye.